patrons the whimsical fucks the dirty old cucks thank you for giving us your five bucks got Aaron and Alistair Babs, Ben, Beth and Bill Bobby, Brad, Brian, Courtney, Dacia, Camille Dion, you and Fiona, Gareth, Huey, and Ian, 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 and Jamie Jason, J.D. Thank you for giving your money to me Jennifer, Joey, John, John, Jonathan, Joseph Someone but their name as Josh Sucks Balls <laughs> Kelly and Kevin Kevin, Killian and Liam Mary, Mac, Moore, Rachel God, you should see them Ray, Robert, Sean, Steve, O, Ted, The Big Rap Show Tim and Vivian, a wild Bill, Will, and Zach Cock. Oh, all you patrons, thank you so much for taking the time to listen to me say fuck. Don't you know all you silly patron cuts? Support the show with your monthly five bucks. Your monthly five bucks Spend it on booze Buying some dildos and used tennis shoes Drinking rough tail and Red Bull and Mick Hope you enjoy the show If not, suck our dicks Thank you, Chan Rant patrons pretty good (laughs) soft to cuff Have we done that one before, audience? Uh, I don't know no anymore, yeah. It's, oh, it's your open, by the way. Oh, fuck. Well, I wish you told me this before we started. <laughs> I told you that like 20 episodes ago. It's every odd number is you. Every even number will be me. Josh, you know what really flips a girl's ass around into my face? <laughs> no, Fuko, what's that? Trying to come up with a, more stories for Dirtbag Olympics number four. Like, 
I think I've we've been through all our stories, haven't we? I think I think the I think yours and mine, yours and my stories, we've pretty much uh, we pretty much scraped the bottom of the barrel. I mean, we got to be out there making more stories, Fusco. That's yeah, the idea. That's actually yeah. you're right about that. I we should do that. Let's make more stories. Let's make a, let's make some more stories together in Canada <laughs> in August. <laughs> that sounds like a great <laughs> idea. Let's do it. Yeah, absolutely. So, hello everyone. Welcome to the Chain Rant Podcast. My name is Josh. With me, as always, is my bearded co-host Andy McFuco. That's me. And if you didn't know, I'm here to let you know that this is an explicit show if you couldn't tell already so you got five seconds to listen to something else that's five four three two one fuck 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 cunt fuck and you can listen to the show on itunes stitcher podbean send us a review send us emails and or voicemails we played on air like us on facebook instagram twitter if you're australian snapchat if you're on grinder check out fuzzgo's grinder page Check out the Channerant store at channerant.com. And this episode of the Channerant podcast is brought to you by our patrons at patreon.com slash channerant. If you are one of the nearly 50 now, almost 50, we're getting very almost close. 50. We're going to have some kind of a party we for got a 50, 50 patrons, right? Oh, we're definitely doing a party. It's going to be you and me, the only ones. Gonna, attending, yeah, but. we're the only ones, but they'll have paid for it. <laughs> 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 they'll, have exactly. for, they'll have paid for that party. Uh, become a patron at patreon.com slash If you want to support the world's worst bagpiping podcast and get your hands on some extra content that is even worse than the shit we already put on this show. And there's some pretty bad stuff. There's some out pretty there. bad stuff. I have one video I haven't uploaded yet that I'm going to upload, I think, uh, after this episode tonight. And that's the one, the post show with Daryl where you passed out on my couch and I attacked you with Dilly. Oh, you're going to post that? Yeah. yeah. I've been waiting for that one. Yeah, no, that's going to be a good one. I think people are going to like that, yeah. Yeah. It's going to be part of our new oncoming segment um, where we attack people with Dilly. Dilly Cam. Dilly Cam, yeah, (laughs) to the the theme of Jaws. Oh, my God. It is pretty funny. (laughs) I was the recipient of it, and I thought it was funny because I was I don't think as many people are going to think it's funny as you or I would. I think most people are going to be very furious when we do it to them, but that's okay. Um, okay, so as you may know, t- today is episode 69 of the Channerant podcast, and in true Channerant fashion, we're going to celebrate it by hosting the fourth ever Dirtbag Olympics. We're yes. all very excited. That'll be at the later end of the episode after we get through some of the news and updates. That'll be our main topic. will be Dirtbag Olympics Part 4. Thank you to everyone who sent us in stories for Part 4 of Dirtbag Olympics, and uh, keep them coming for Part 5 in the future. Yeah, you don't have to wait until we call for them. Just send them in and we'll see. And if you're at the San Diego Games, which I think we're traveling to, um, it's looking very likely we're going to be going to Canada in August, and then we're doing Flagstaff. So if you're at any of those and you want to make some dirtbag stories of your own, feel free to <laughs> give me and Fusco a ring and we'll... Uh, <laughs> Specifically ladies, yeah. hopefully. Uh, you know, well, just point, yeah. As long as it's a good story. <laughs> Hashtag do it for the story. Exactly. <laughs> but yeah, so let's get right into it. Um, I want to start off, we're going to crack open this Rough Tail beer um, sent to us by Beer Boy Brad, which I'm very excited. Which one is this, Andy? It's called the Andy. It's called the Andy, which Sorry, means man. I'm sure it's uh, been aged far too long. It's probably sour. It was probably spit roasted. It's yeah. <laughs> probably been spit roasted in the past. <laughs> the nuts were spit roasted that or the malt. Yeah. There's the a malt. special there are special sour notes added by a secret ingredient that Brad and Nick inserted into the mix. <laughs> I'm a little nervous, but yeah. So we're gonna pour that and um, we're gonna catch up on the latest events of all things Channerant. The last the last few weeks have been kind of a whirlwind for us. Luckily, we have a very dedicated fan, the one, the only Ozzy Osbrod, who has graced us once again with uh, Ozzy's Corner. G'day, boys. Ozzy Broad here. Sorry, I've been MIA for the last month or so. 
After crashing back to the reality of the land down under last month, I've been recovering from the post-time travel fugue, uh, mostly thanks to your favourite daily doses of that revitalising elixir of the gods, Vegemite, and finally, some decent coffee. However, after catching up on recent shows, I noticed that even Fusco's shiny new hit-resistant mic stand hasn't helped to reduce the number of bells rung and consumption of whiskey, nice, rough tail beers, delicious, and buckfast, ooh. Um, so I thought it might be worth checking in with an Aussie's Corner to recap all the things you've no doubt completely forgotten from recent episodes. Quick aside for story time, speaking of drinking... Soon after I got back, I had to get some routine blood tests done, and my doc had this serious tone. It was like, so they all came back normal, except for one, um, and I'm concerned that it would be this elevated with no other issues. So I'm bracing myself for bad news, and I was like, oh, God, what was the testing? And she was like, well, it's the test for liver function. So I was, like, breathing a sigh of relief, and she looked confused at my reaction, so I explained to her that I'd been in Vegas for a few weeks playing with a pipe band and partying a bit, and she looked immediately relieved and was like, oh, okay, that explains it. So, if just two and a half short weeks with you glorious nutcases made my liver glitch, Josh, you better start taking Mary's Fuck, Mary Kill offer to become her Canadian homemaker husband seriously. That way you can get in on that sweet healthcare action before cirrhosis sets in imminently, my friend. And Fusco, you need to follow through on convincing your fellow mobster F.U. Joe Brady to marry you. Um, but the Joe Brady method only works if you can still hold on to his wife's fortune. Is polygamy legal in North Carolina? Well, given Nevada elected a dead pimp, nothing you lot do surprises me anymore. <laughs> so, what else has been happening? Well, way back, we heard a wrap-up of the drunken shenanigans of the Vegas games, um, soured more than a little by the Wild West Highway robbery of the greatest episode never to be heard. Such a shame. And the boys hatched a new plan for teaching and recruitment that will finally allow Josh to give up the rock star mantle of piping, WTF, so he can inexplicably join the non-existent band that shall not be named Drum Corps and drool involuntarily over a bass drum, I guess. <laughs> Conversely, the core of the Ranta Patreon army is swelling, both in length and girth, in both male and female genitalia, apparently. But gents, just because I'm a stickler, although you agreed that the plural of clitoris would be clitori, which is arguably okay because it derives most closely from a Latin root, the proper classical plural would be clitorodes, because its strongest original source is actually a Greek root. And I do prefer a nice strong root, don't you? <laughs> Foucault called in from New York to fill Josh in on the shenanigans at the dojo clinic, which sounds like somewhere promiscuous ninjas go to get treatment for gonoherpesyphilates. <laughs> is the best <laughs> the best portmanteau ever by the way and I particularly enjoyed the part where Fusco relentlessly paid out his inverary roommate for having a big night and not showing up to teach the next day what what kind of an irresponsible instructor would get so written off that he shows up late to an important piping event mm. he has promised to go to the next day we don't know anyone who'd do something like that to their students mm, do we I Mr wonder Fusco that could have been. and last but not least in the most recent episodes, we got the inside scoop on Streamgate, where Josh rightfully labelled the RSPB Amish as more cuntish than kids for trying and ultimately, inevitably, failing to keep the global piping community in the digital dark age by cock-blocking our diplomatic, delightful hero, Pooh Bear, from his one true love. Live-streaming pipe band competitions for the big wide world to see. Spoiler alert, love one. Aww. Then last week, we got a detailed rundown of the subjective, inconsistent, and therefore completely meaningless competition judging going on in the UK at the moment. 
And you know what? With all that's going on, I am going to clutch my practice chanter in one hand and raise it high in the air while I get on my tiny upside-down Australian soapbox for a sec here for a good, old-fashioned chanter rant. This subjective, political, technophobic, repetitious association nonsense seems to be a common complaint across the world, which could mean we're all whinging pricks. Or it could mean that everyone is suffering the same issues because this outdated system is paralysed by tradition rather than reinventing itself to survive. Judging is staid and inconsistent. Bands seem to be more worried about playing the same old tunes to win rather than trying to be creative. The worlds are really the British championships with foreign ring-ins. And let's not diminish how much it costs international bands and individuals in time, money, effort and band stability to travel from anywhere else in the world to get to Glasgow. Seriously. The nickname for the worlds in my pocket of Australia is the Bandbreaker. Side note, metal nickname. <laughs> um, but within a year of going to the worlds, most bands here are cursed with a mass exodus of disillusioned, burned out players. This old way of doing this is a creaking wheel of discontent that weighs on our community. And at the risk of sounding like a mad queen in a very whelming series finale, <laughs> let's break that wheel. Why not form an international organising body, separate to any association, with representatives who chip in from every country to stage a pipe band Olympics? Like Dirtbag Olympics, but less, well, actually it'd probably just be a glorified Dirtbag Olympics. I mean, there's pipers and drummers, right? But just think of it, a true World Pipe Band Championship held in a different country every four years that would make it a destination event that levels the playing field for weathering conditions and allows bands from every country Highland pipe bands from all the usual suspects, but also Breton Bagad bands, Galatian Gator bands, even those bands from Pakistan that look like they have ants in their pants when they're marching. And gives them enough time in between events to fundraise and prepare and practice sustainably. Awards points not just for the usual accuracy tone and ensemble dress, whatever, but you could also have a category for creativity or best and most interesting arrangement or best new composition or get the audience involved to have a popular vote for which performance they like the best and make all of that part of the criteria you get judged on. So, stepping down now. If one of the six could just kind of make that happen, that'd be awesome. I'd totally help out, but I've got my hands full ruling victoriously over my newly ceded lands in Oklahoma. It's food for thought anyway. Cheers, boys. Aussie Broad, out. That was wow. an epic Aussie's <laughs> Corner. Thank you, Aussie, for sending that in for us, because I forgot half that shit even happened. <laughs> I had no idea. Man, if only we could get Cahill to do that much work in a year, let alone yeah, yeah. One, one episode. <laughs> yeah, you expect him to do that much work? He's very busy as the president of the desert branch of Wispapa. <laughs> He's very busy, obviously. Yeah, I'm sure. doing so much there. Also, fun fact, if you want to send an email to him because he's the president, the the, the contact email they have listed is db at wispapa.com or .org really? or whatever, because I'm assuming it's for desert branch, but I think it stands for douchebag. <laughs> <laughs> No, that's just good. that's just good comedy. That that's is, that, somebody did not think ahead. That's that just comedy gold right there. Um, <laughs> thank you. Uh, yes, the RSPBA versus Rab. Uh, the current score is zero to one. Go Rabbi! <laughs> and of course, the judging. So, what do you think of her idea of the pipe band Olympics? I love the idea. An international contest want, instead of every year, every couple of years. That way, people have enough time to raise enough money to actually go. Well, she they says don't live every there. four years, which is probably reasonable. Yeah. And the location changes, just like the real Olympics. They have to pick a new yeah. location. So once in the so, UK, once in Australia, once in the US, once in Canada. Correct. Yeah. We need an Olympic committee to to make the pipe band Olympics happen. Yes. And I nominate Ozzy Osbrod as the chair. And 
to do all the work because I want no part of it. Or we could just do, or yeah, yeah. I think that's that we'll facilitate. That's, no. that, that might be that might be outside of our uh, our capability. Yeah. But if they need someone to be an announcer, just let us know. Oh yeah, we'll, we have great radio voices, we'll, as you all know, that are listening right now. We'll definitely do the announcing for the yeah. Olympics for and the for the pipe band because God knows we won't be playing. So no, no one would have us. But it's a great idea. Yeah. I, I love the idea of every four years just go completely around RSPBA in the world, just completely fuck them over and be like the Olympic Committee of pipe bands is going to have this blah 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 here. Well, I mean that's how all that stuff starts, right? Like. You can say, oh, well, you know, the RSPBA hosts the world. That's the way it's always been done. But the only reason that they're the ones that host what is considered the world championships when it's really just a bunch of bands from the fucking UK and maybe one Australian band and one American band is because they just did it, right? They just did it. Like if we started a contest here and called it the Earth Championships for pipe bands. The the Mr. Universe contest of pipe bands? No one could tell (laughs) us that that's not the Earth Championship. Well, fuck you. Who said who? Just a name. Yeah. Want to hear a piece of trivia that you probably don't realize? I, I do. Did you know the World's Pipe Band Championship is not actually, it was not originally designed to be the World's Pipe Band Championship. It was a, World's was a name, not a um, connotation of. Well, yeah, it was band, named, the, it was named after its founder, Phil World's. Right, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> so that's how it's, and it just. Traditional pipe band legend, Phil World's. Started the, started a championship in Glasgow in 1962, and it, it just, and it was named the World's Pipe Band Championship after him. And then everyone got that confused. They yes, thought, "Oh, then, oh, you're talking about the whole planet." And then it mutated into actually because it it's, has no more importance than any other major. Nope. Except that people associate some importance to it. Power is where people think power lies. Correct. Exactly. It doesn't have to act. It's not actual power. It's all based on faith. It's which, all a bunch of dusty, a, lie. a bunch of dusty old guns. <laughs> But the other thing I, I thought was interesting was her destroying bands thing about Australia. That That's not uncommon here either in the U.S., yeah. I think, because people put so much effort into going there, and then they come back, and everybody's burnt out and had enough, and yeah. all the work and effort it takes to get there. You're financially beat, you're physically beat, you're mentally, emotionally beat. Like, yeah. just to get there, to get slapped by someone who only had to drive two hours to get there. Right. Yeah. It, it's, it's, it's like, oh, by the way, we spent $60,000 to go from California to play for three days in Glasgow. Oh, well, we took a ferry. Like, it was pretty chill. I was back at work on Monday. Like, right. fuck you, cunt. <laughs> exactly, yeah. So it is... Fuck you and your fucking ass. That doesn't surprise me that it blows up bands in Australia. It blows up bands here. Yeah. For sure. Well, thank you, Ozzy. That was a fantastic corner. Um, okay, moving right along through news and updates. Uh, I couldn't mention this on air because this person was in the room. Uh, I want to talk about last week's guest. Who was last week's Fusco? guest? We had, we had an unexpected in-studio guest with us. <laughs> oh, that's right. And Wait, uh, I want to give the audience some backstory as to how that came about. I'm giving Josh the wave off signal, but he's—I'm sure he's not. Going I'm to not gonna—I'm <laughs> not gonna take it. Oh boy! All so, right. um, tell 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 us all a little tale about how we had an in-studio guest. They were off mic. I didn't say anything. I don't think, but they did a little bit. But uh, they drank the buck fast with us. And that's you, true. You heard the voice a little bit. Yeah. What do you want me to say? I don't know where this is going. <laughs> I know you set me up for so, something. I don't, I'm not saying you up for anything. I'm just curious as to just just walk us through uh, walk us through this process. All, all right. right. Um, it was a young lady that. Uh, I've been seeing here and there, and uh, I invited her over to watch the show live. So this wasn't a first date scenario. No. Okay. No, no, no. That was. I was like. I was so. So for here, I would never do that. Let's give some perspective from from Joshy's corner. Here. You were confused. I'm sitting that? here, and I'm like, and we're running a bit behind, and yeah. we were like, okay, we got to do a real tight show because you had plans, and mm-hmm. I was like, okay, we'll make it work. We're a bit behind, and then all of a sudden, it's just like, knock knock. 
well, I warned you about 10 minutes before she got here, but yeah. And I'm like, who, <laughs> what, like what? He's like, yeah, I should invite her. She's going to come over here and just watch the show. I'm like, who is this person? I'm like, oh, some girl I met on Tinder or whatever. I'm like, I didn't say that. Uh, but. <laughs> I'm like, I'm like, so you're just inviting random Tinder chicks over to my house. Like what the fuck? Actually very lovely. It was Bumble, but whatever. <laughs> it's all the same. Bumble's like, it's classier <laughs> than Tinder. I'll take that. I got, I got, I got stood up by Bumble date this week. Did you? I did. That's interesting. It's a bummer, man. Like yeah. you went and they never showed? No, I didn't go because I never got confirmation. But you had plans and then they had never, plans. Yeah. And then I was like, it was like, hey, we're going to go to like Atomic Friday night. That sound like that sound good. And they're like, uh, yeah, totally. Okay. And so I hadn't scheduled a time. So Friday, I'm like, uh, how does eight sound? You know, and then just psh, nothing. Radio silence. The day. Con- yeah. Okay. Been there. Yep. These <laughs> things happen. So anyway, uh, it's part of the game. So anyway, um, this person comes and uh, <laughs> it's a very interesting evening, I would say overall. Was it? Or we like? were fucking wasted we were drunk i haven't listened i haven't listened to the whole episode yet i have but i i remember how i felt the next day oh yeah big time and goddamn jeremy and your buck fast the that buck you fast. sent us i was fine up until we started we finished the whole bottle i was fine until that happened that then, then it just went wild like we were i remember like we finished the show we were like singing songs in my living room she stole dilly she did hashtag where's dilly where hashtag where's dilly we haven't noticed it's not in the background yeah, dilly was dilly was kidnapped <laughs> she was and like, i even got uh, i got super glue today at the store to glue some googly eyes on him and, I, and he's, he's nowhere been, to be i realized he was kidnapped he was some uh, well i mean she tell, was tell us that story she was impressed with the size apparently like, <laughs> tell uh, us. So, so fusco you were uh, you were with uh, this person and uh, going out somewhere and then you saw in this person's vehicle yeah like uh, we were heading out for my birthday on one this past monday night and uh, she picked me up and i was I just in her she has a drives a truck and i was looking in the back seat of her truck for some reason and i saw a dildo in her back seat and i had no idea that dilly was missing so my first thought was that looks what, just like our that dildo looks just like our dildo like what are the chances of her having the same dildo that we have <laughs> is that is that probably the first time that that statement has ever been uttered where someone's like wow that looks just like our dildo <laughs> I, I, I'm looking at the thing and I grab it. That explicit chattery podcast type oh, yeah, problem. We, we forgot. Do we do that? Oh, we did the fuck thing. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so I look in the back. I grab the thing. I'm like, I said, this is amazing. Like, it smells just like ours too. <laughs> she's, and I said, you have you have a dildo bag. Why do you have? She's like, that's yours. I'm like, wait, what? I have no recollection of giving it to her or her taking it or anything. <laughs> I bet you don't. Um, <laughs> Well, yeah, yeah. Uh, that, that's got to be like the strangest situation. Like, imagine if she had someone else in her vehicle. Well, this is the funny thing. When we went into the bar because we met you guys at the bar a little bit later, I actually stuck it on her um, dashboard and left it there. <laughs> <laughs> so people walking by saw a dildo in her dashboard. It was very funny. I thought it was funny. That is pretty. She funny. thought it was funny. Yeah. She yeah, knew it was. Dick, there. Dicks are funny. I don't care what anybody says. They dicks just are. Funny. They yeah. just are. I don't uh, know why, you know. But yeah, we, have, so. we have some. We have some advanced humor on this show too. But let's be real. <laughs> dicks are funny. Um, so, so are you suggesting? So that? like, what if like can you imagine someone else rides in her car at some point and they're just like, uh, "There's a dildo in your backseat," and she'd be like. Oh no, that's okay. That's not mine. It's this guy I'm dating. <laughs> that would be funny. Wouldn't it? <laughs> oh my god. Uh, so, are you suggesting that Channerant is not the best place for a first date? Um, to- you know, apparently, well, it worked out, right? I think if anything, if it worked out for you, you got laid. Wait, uh, what? Who? So if so, huh? if, you got laid, didn't you? So if Channerant, so I'm sorry, what'd you? Say? That's a good good way for a first date, right? Who? You? What? You? Fuko? Hello? Did you, are you having a fucking seizure? I, you, I know you just turned 44 or whatever. <laughs> 43. Come on, man. Uh, <laughs> Wait. You going senile 43, on me? yes. Or are we trying to do a bet that just didn't land? <laughs> no, no, no. I was 
trying to change the subject. Oh, yeah. So anyway, you got laid. Um, so I would argue that Chanarant is a great place to take your first date. Apparently. Maybe you should uh, try that in your next Tinder date. Like, just invite him over and see just what invite happens. invite him over here. Like, oh, by the way. Actually, that's a pretty good comedy bit, don't you think? Just keep... Let's just invite <laughs> Tinder people over randomly. Just give them a mic. And just see what happens. Maybe like the big red chair on Graham Norton, except it's like the Tinder date chair on Chanarant. <laughs> not a bad idea at the end of the night we we let the audience vote whether or not i should go out with them or not and that's a good idea uh, i actually offered for her to be on the camera that night and she's like no 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 no, yeah, I want no, no part no, of that yeah <laughs> as soon as, especially once she heard us start talking yes and, well. and heard the context of this of this program <laughs> um oh, okay fun. so that was fun but yeah i just thought uh, yeah i thought that was a fun little fun little bit yeah. uh costa mesa is this weekend it's actually wrapping up now it's yeah happening. it's wrapping it's up today I haven't, been, I haven't been to costa mesa in a while fun event I don't know what the results are. I don't much care. Um, I, I mean, I just guess what Pasadena probably wins. I put my money on that. Probably. Yeah. I mean, when was the last time you went to Costa Mesa? I was there la- two years ago. With two years ago, when I was playing with Phoenix at the time, and they went, and they were, they're actually there this year. I've no, I haven't seen any results pop up, other than I know. Wasatch got second yesterday, but that's only because they posted it, not because Wolfsville posted it. So I have no idea what happened anywhere. Um, Part of course. Actually, we do have a our fellow of the week is from Costa Mesa, though. That, so that's true. Yeah, yeah. We'll, we'll, we'll tie that we'll in. That, yeah. yeah, that'll be fun. Um, so, congrats to everyone who won in Costa Mesa, whoever you may be. And I look forward to seeing some of the SoCal peeps uh, at the end of June in San, San Diego. Diego. Yeah, that's going to be a fun, gonna be a fun sesh. Hopefully, more. Um, okay, so this number four. This is you. Yeah. So I'm. I just wanted to point out that the uh, a woman actually won something. I am normally the uh, chauvinist of the of this uh, podcast, so so I thought I'd take this moment to point out that uh, Sarah Muir won the Athol Gathering in the Grade A uh, Premier Grade or whatever. That's fantastic, and won a bunch of shit, and uh, that's pretty pretty good for all you females out there who seem to care about females and piping, which I don't. But hey, I thought I'd point it out. Yeah, it's because you're sexist. I'm a hero for today. Because you're a sexist prick. Yeah, but she <laughs> she won P Rock. <laughs> Hornpipe jig and uh, second in Amos Art, and she won the whole fucking thing. Well, con- congratulations, Sarah. <laughs> but more importantly, this is really why I bring this up. Not because she is won. Is it because she's hot? Because she's fairly attractive. <laughs> God damn it, Fusco. So <laughs> I really don't care about her piping ability. She's a it's, pretty attractive it's woman. Pretty much, it's pretty much in order to have value to you. Someone has to be physically attractive. Is that is that my understanding? Hey, at least I'm consistent. Yeah, that's fair. fair. <laughs> at least you're consistently a prick. <laughs> exactly. But uh, she's an attractive young lady, and apparently she can play her ass off, which is even hotter. So, uh, Stiffy of the Week goes to Sarah Muir. <laughs> is, uh, that a new, is that a new segment we had? <laughs> I don't know. I just made it up. The, Stiffy of the Week? <laughs> Stiffy of the Week for Sarah That's Muir. the kind of thing that's going to get us involved in a sexual <laughs> harassment issue. Does, it, it, wait, it doesn't count on the radio, right? It's, not, it only, it's only sexual harassment if she's in the room, right? No, it's, it's sexual harassment if you sexually harass somebody. Whether they're, there, she, whether they're there or not. She can't feel threatened by this right now because I'm 3,000 miles away. <laughs> yeah, but how long? I don't know. And, and your dick's not that long. <laughs> it's not even close. Uh, it's like negative 3,000 yeah. miles. <laughs> Dude, I couldn't, couldn't, couldn't reach her if she was across the table, much less 3,000 miles. <laughs> Uh, but uh, all jokes aside, congratulations, Sarah. Yeah, we well hope, done. Uh, we'd love to interview you. Uh, yeah, you think, she, horrible think she'd be one of the six, or is oh, she I, a good person? I, I, I know nothing about her. She's probably a normal human being, which means she which would, Yeah, she would hate us and want to burn our burn our studio down. I would assume so. <laughs> that makes sense. Speaking yeah. of our studio and Chain Rant, we have new merch. Everyone's been waiting with bated breath. They have? I'm sure. I'm sure people have been. So a couple updates at the store. Um, we have new merch. 
the for fucks shake the for fucks sake hmm? for fucks shake that could be our <laughs> shake stand we make <laughs> new business new business idea you heard it here first folks copyright joe brady yeah copyright fuck you joe brady we're gonna make a shake stand <laughs> it'll serve shake. burgers and milkshakes that we call for fucks shake <laughs> Great idea. <laughs> Joe Brady, if you steal that, I'm going to kill you. We're going to come to these places. I know our new For Fuck's Sake shirts are in the store. There's a unisex t shirt and baseball tees. Yeah, man. Baseball tees. We haven't done that yet. So, For Fuck's Sake, yeah, so get check it out. Yeah, check those out. Go to channelrank.com. Check out the store. Get your For Fuck's Sake t shirt. Um, we'll maybe share them in the links and stuff. Uh, and fun fact for Channelrank listeners, we're going to try something new. We're going to see if anybody listens. We have a discount code now through June 14th. If you go to our store and you use the code DBAG4, D-B-A-G number four, you will get a discount on your order at channerant.com. Yeah. For all shirts or just the I think it's everything. I think it's everything. Yeah. And it's just in honor of the, uh, it's not douchebag, it's in honor of Dirtbag Olympics 4. (laughs) Oh, wow. So DB not only stands for Desert Branch and Dirtbag Olympics, but but also Sean Cahill. (laughs) Brilliant. Yeah. (laughs) <laughs> I love it. <laughs> <laughs> and of course, um, last but not least, we have another uh, update. We talk about the Piper's Dojo a lot on the show. Um, Andrew Douglas is doing some fun things over there as long as you don't have to listen to him because then you'll be put to sleep. So if you're interested in furthering your bagpiping and or developing late stage narcolepsy, uh, <laughs> you can get one, uh, $1 premium dojo membership test drive by going, I shit you not, go to channerant.com slash musical cunnilingus. <laughs> Brilliant. This is a real <laughs> it's a real it's webpage, a real people. link, guys. <laughs> this is a real link. If you go to channerant.com slash musical cunnilingus, C-U-N-N-I-L-I-N-G-U-S, you will get uh the one dollar premium dojo membership test drive. Yeah, it's one dollar for premium for one month and uh you check can test it out. it out and uh see if you would be interested in becoming a premium member. It's really awesome membership. Yeah. I fu- I'm not. I feel like I'm joking. Everyone's gonna be like, "No, no, no." But, they don't really have a this link. This is That's actually musical. for real. This we is a real link. Musical chainrate.com <laughs> slash musical cunnilingus. This will get you to this deal. You'll have some. It's ac- the funniest fucking thing ever that that joke turned into an actual. It's thing. an actual thing. It's amazing to me that that happened. But yeah, and you'll have access to some great teachers as a premium member too for a except, month. So. Except Fusco, not me. Yeah. But uh, you'll, you'll have actual good teachers. <laughs> you'll have good teachers like Rob Matheson and Bruce Candy who teach premium memberships. So, um, so. Uh, I think it's great, man. Uh, yeah. We we finally have somebody that takes us seriously and gave us a website or a web link. Well, I think we'll... I think they just realized that we inadvertently, <laughs> by singing the praises of the Piper's Dojo for so long, actually sent people to the Piper's Dojo. Right. And so they're like, oh, shit, we should probably coordinate this somehow. <laughs> so in celebration, I just have to play this just because it's goddamn yeah. funny. Pipersdojo.com slash musical kind of link. That's the link. You heard it there from the man himself. <laughs> That's so fucking From the funny. man himself. It's actually channerant.com slash musical cunnilingus. But either way, we don't yeah, care. Yeah. <laughs> maybe he'll, maybe he'll make the link work on his end. Yeah, that would be yeah. great. Oh, that. my God. That's fucking great. <laughs> so, yeah, check that out if you guys are interested in um, upping your piping game. Cool. Speaking of upping your piping game and people that desperately need to go to channerant.com slash musical cunnilingus, let's talk about our fail of the week, Fusco. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. This was sent to us, I believe, originally via Instagram story, and we managed to hunt down the video, and this was at Costa Mesa. This was this weekend. Yes, this was Costa Mesa this weekend. Absolutely. And so, I can't believe... They don't pay anybody there, right? You, no. You've, you've yeah, they don't pay this. anybody. Yeah, okay. So I'm like, if this yeah, guy there's a reason. there's this. a reason they don't have any bands there. It's because most of the SoCal games don't have bands because they don't pay anybody to play. All right, so that makes sense. <laughs> All right, this is... 
So everyone's doing it for exposure bucks. I challenge anybody to tell me what he's playing. We had to be told. I had to be told. Yeah, I had someone no told idea. us what they were doing because I guess he's maybe told the crowd or something. But we had no fucking idea. It just I sounded like someone having a fucking epileptic fit. Yeah, and you got to watch it too because it's. Ridiculous. We'll post the link in the description for our audio listeners. Um, but yeah, let's just hear the pipe band fail of the week. Oh, oh there's got to be more than that. Sorry, that was my fault. Let me start that over. this far oh god all right so that <laughs> i no, didn't even, yeah. i didn't watch it this far when i first would they, watched would they say it yeah because okay. he says the sandpiper i didn't even realize yeah. it was the sandpiper that's that guy that we played before right he's the guy that did the sydney lopper bit that oh we played. my god so that was brad our friend brad from uh, florida in the background he actually went to costa mesa this weekend really because his girlfriend lives in california oh shit i didn't know that yeah and so that was who she oh, was talking yeah, to yeah i recognize her name okay yes. now i remember it's brad's girlfriend so that's him and he he was trying to be nice you see a look in his face like Dude. <laughs> and, funny, and dude. brad for those of you who don't know um our friend brad he's the bagpiper for seven, seven nations, nations yeah. yeah so pretty pretty good fucking player <laughs> oh my god yes <laughs> oh god that is fucking tragic you know what i love about brad is he is one of the he's well it's funny how when you get to that high level like a lot of those guys become very political mm-hmm. i don't know why why don't they just show everybody but they just get super like well, it's just not my bag, but you know, everybody's got their place, blah, blah, blah. Like, and he's definitely goes into that mode a little bit here. every now and then. Well, privately he talks shit, but yeah, like, publicly he talked know. shit when he was on the show with us. He did. Well, we'd lost that episode though. <laughs> no, no. But the first time he came on the show, did he, who did he talk shit about? I don't remember that. Yeah. Yeah. The first episode we had with Brad, he, he, he was shot from the hip. He was oh, pretty, he was oh, pretty good. Okay. I was drunk that time. I don't know. Hey, well, <laughs> these, things, these things happen. <laughs> Oh, well, uh, thank you for sending us that clip. Um, it was truly awful and will haunt my fucking dreams. So, thanks. Yeah. I yeah. So, I guess, was that, was that supposed to be... Uh, it was that? Evanescence. I don't know what song. It's at... Tear uh, me up inside. Was it that song? Yeah, Wake Me Up Inside. That's, that's how it goes. That's got to be that one. I think it's like Tear Me Up Inside. Like, that's Wake Me Up. It's about a big penis, isn't it? No, you know, you're thinking of Like a Virgin. Oh, right. By Madonna. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah like, different. <laughs> different song. <laughs> Anyway, um, so that was our pipe and fail of the week, and now on to our win of the week. This is courtesy of I don't I don't know if they were the ones who originally recorded it, but this is where I saw it posted. I saw it posted on Waken District's Instagram page. Um, so the 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 audio is not going to give a lot of context. So we'll play the audio and then we'll talk about what's happening. Yeah. So this band is competing, and this guy is coming up to the like point blank, right up behind. He's like he's like six inches behind one of the drummers on his phone, trying to get pictures, and gets shut down. It's fucking great to watch. Like not only does so, not only does he get shut down, he gets shut down twice. So one of the judges removes like he's like, hey guy, you got to fucking back up. You can't be in the circle here. And then like he, he like, walked right up. 
like right up behind point blank drummer. range. And then so one of the judges like backs the guy up. He's like, hey, hey, back, like you gotta get the fuck out of here. And the guy takes like four steps back and then comes back up again and, and then, tries to get closer again and then gets like hard stopped, like physically hard stopped. Yes. And then and another guy is like yelling. You gotta he's get like, the, like, you gotta get out of here. Fucking go. You can hear it in the background a little bit. So, all right, which uh, <laughs> should we say who the yes? Who so the hero is. This so week? this is a win, and it's an unlikely hero. Um, Fusco, why don't you tell us who the person was who shut down this unlikely, an unfriendly streamer who was about to completely get this band disqualified? <laughs> I'll have to give him credit, and uh, we don't often, uh, you know, say nice things about people that we don't generally get along with. But this was uh, the man, the myth, the legend, Bill Cottle himself. Yep, who cleared this guy out of cleared the this guy out. Twice. He fucking regulated that he shit. Did. He was the regulator. <laughs> It was fun to watch, actually. So yeah. you got to go back and watch. You got to watch this. Yeah, we'll, we'll have the we'll, we'll have the, the clip. clip. Yeah, um, the the clip is way more fun. But no, no, fucking good for you, man. Good job, buddy. Good uh, job, Bill. <laughs> uh, you got. Uh, I don't say it. You don't. You don't hear us say it very often. But good job, man. <laughs> yeah. But it's so funny. To watch. Like, what was this guy thinking when you see him the come guy up? Must and, have been hammered. That's what I'm thinking. He kind of looks like. Yeah, because oh, you can go tell. You can tell like when he's walking back and he's kind of like Whoa. stumbling. Yeah, in a little like bit. I think the guy must have been just drunk out of his fucking mind. It's freaking hilarious. Does it does it say what contest that was? the Greenville one that it's was happening this weekend. Yeah. Okay. Which Waken District uh, won Band of the Year or, some, or something. I don't know what the hell they won. Fantastic. Well, congratulations um, to our win and fail of the week. Um, the one thing I didn't that we didn't mention, do we want to talk about it this early in the game? Uh, our, our, our journey north, potentially? It's very, very close to happening. Yeah. We've been invited to... Uh, the what's it called the Glengarry Games or the Maxville basically the, yeah. the North American Championships and uh, we're basically gonna go <laughs> yeah like the plan is we're gonna go for the sesh and probably make some dirtbag Olympic stories <laughs> we're gonna try or at least that, get Joe for, yeah that's the one so some of you remember that's the one where we had the video that we posted where it was like the six thousand person beer tent it's the coolest beer tent ever it was gig- like they had some trad band playing up and there was like an eighty foot high tent with like eight hundred people huge. in it huge yeah I, like I need to see this mud pit in person oh yeah no, we're and by f- mud pit I mean some chick's ass yeah he's going he's going straight <laughs> for the mud pit. <laughs> Which is a, a great segue into this week's topic, uh, the Dirtbag Olympics. So real quick, we're going to take a break. We're going to interact with some of our f- patrons on the live stream. And then we are going to come back with the topic of the week, the Dirtbag Olympics. Number four. Ha-ha! Four Dirtbag Olympicses. <laughs> I can't believe we got that far. I can't believe how <laughs> how awful these keep getting. Oh, it gets worse. It gets worse. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right. So uh, we'll be right back in just a moment. And let's go talk to some patrons. Pipe band life's not for everyone, and it doesn't always come at the right time. But with the Chanarant podcast at patreon.com slash Chanarant, you can be there at the right time for you and your loved ones. It happens to a lot of guys. You're not ready to pipe band as hard as the Chanarant guys do. But with patreon.com slash chanarant you too can be ready anytime anywhere oh welcome welcome back thank you for everyone that stuck with us through the break thank you to our patrons that we got to talk to on the live stream and fuko i think it's time it's time for us to do the fourth uh, not quite annual because we do it more often than that it's quarterly how often do we do Dirtbag Olympics. It's, it's episode 69 and we've already done four. But it's time for Dirtbag Olympics 4. Dirtbag Olympics 4. 
you get that reference? <laughs> I did. <laughs> okay, so we have Dirtbag Olympics 4. Um, the first story, uh, these are all user-submitted stories. Correct. Um, the first one uh, I have titled The Pain Train. Are you ready? I am absolutely okay. ready. <laughs> this is a good one. This is a good one. This was sent to us by uh, one of our listeners. This is a lesson in always being prepared. I was on a train heading back to college after Christmas break, and there were about a half dozen other students on the train. I started chatting with a piper, who I thought was totally out of my league, because pipers are hot. Duh. After pretty much drinking the car, the bar car dry, we stumbled back to my sleeper car, where we started drunkenly fumbling all over one another. Apparently, neither one of us expected to hook up on this train because there were no condoms to be found. I'm ashamed to admit that I was willing to risk it, so I proceeded... Oh, this is from the female perspective. Okay. Yes, yes. That I was willing to risk it, so I proceeded to get into position for a reverse rodeo. Whoa. All he right. assumed I was opening up the back door for a visit to Vegemite <laughs> Valley. <laughs> what? Oh, my God. Okay. Is that what we're calling it now? Vegemite Valley? Okay, which I definitely was not, Well, since, since Veg- I'm not Irish. <laughs> <laughs> so, wait, are the Irish more prone to, to butt stuff? I hadn't heard that. Was I, that your experience? I heard we Mormons were in, 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 in I. Yeah. No, uh, not at all. But Mormons, I've definitely had that experience. Yeah, definitely. Um, okay. <laughs> Since I'm not Irish. The next few minutes proceeded like a bad game of whack-a-mole with him sticking his meat stick in the out hole and me trying to redirect it. <laughs> Why wouldn't he just put it in your vagina? What was he thinking? Neither one of us was willing to back down, so we stopped that game. Now, normally I'm all about mouth-to-south resuscitation, (laughs) but at that there's a lot of good phrases coming out of this one, but at that point, his meat skewer had spent so much time in my ass juice that there was no way I was putting my mouth on that, so we went our separate ways, completely unsatisfied. Unfortunately, we have some friends in common, so we will occasionally run into one another at weddings or other events. We share a few awkward moments together, likely both thinking back to that winter train ride. This was written by a woman, right? Yes. Okay. This is what. clear. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> this sounds like a guy, the way they're writing is like a dude saying this, but it's that's even better. <laughs> I'm all about mouth to south resuscitation. <laughs> that's pretty good. That is one of the better lines I've heard mouth in, in a dirtbag Olympics. <laughs> Strong opening entry. Um, we should get like scorecards. Like, <laughs> like, we need the Callum yeah, Beaumont we need, scale. Yeah, we need the Callum Beaumont scale of uh, what what was uh, dirtbaggiest about this one. <laughs> you know, that's a, there is an important lesson there, though. You always got to be prepared. Always be prepared. I had this conversation with someone recently. I was talking to one of my friends. Um, and I was like, oh, I'm cleaning my house. And they're like, why? Like, Because I'm going on a date later. <laughs> and they're like, uh, oh, really? Like, you're that confident that you think that you're going to pull? I'm like, no, but I'm going to cover my bases here. Like, I don't think I'm going to pull necessarily. But if I do, and the thing that screws it up is we get all the way back to my place and my place is trashed. Like, that's just such a tragic way to lose, oh, you know? Yeah, for sure. Like, never lose because you didn't clean your bathroom. Never lose because you didn't bring a condom. Right. You can say, oh, dude, I've had this on first dates before, where it's like, first date, took a a rubber. The chances chances are astronomically low. 0.005% chance. But I've had it happen. It happens once in a million years. Always be prepared. That's the Chanarant way. And if you're not prepared... Uh, do uh, rub your penis on her ass until you finish. Yeah. That's what I would do. Yeah, just hump the crack of her hump ass. Hump the crack of her ass. That's what's the what's, the, from what's the what's the term for that? It's called. There actually is a thing for it. What's it? I can't remember what it was called. Yeah, I know we I know we saw there was actually a term for it. I don't remember now. Was it a- ass job? Ass job. Ass job. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I've. I, it's one of my favorite porn so- topics in uh, Pornhub. It's in your top searches. Oh, yeah. Are you? Are, okay. Are you the kind of person? <laughs> this is kind of an aside. Are you okay. the kind of person where you've made an account on Pornhub? So that you get tailored results. 
Yes. <laughs> really? Is it, I don't know if it's Pornhub, but it's one is of it, them. Is it completely anonymous? Like, you, like everything's randomized? You it, didn't put any identify. Like, it's not like. Oh yeah, yeah. It's I not like it, uh, Vegas Piper sixty two. No no no, 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 no. I made it all up completely. Actually, it was it's, it's Las Vegas Magpiper. <laughs> is your is your username on Pornhub? <laughs> it wasn't. All, no, I completely randomized it, but it wasn't because I wanted to. Um, also, I'm immediately gonna go make a Las Vegas Bagpiper Pornhub account and just start watching <laughs> Granny Porn. I'm just gonna have it stream <laughs> Granny Porn while I'm at work all granny day. Granny and Tranny. <laughs> anytime someone, anytime someone looks up Las Vegas bagpiper, it's just going to bring oh, up Jesus the porn account. Please don't do that. Please, don't. I have a living to. Eh, nobody cares. But actually, I did, I did that to a friend of mine. I bought the URL that is his name. Really, I brought like his name dot com, uh-huh. and then I redirected it to my website, and it's just a picture of him that I took like when we were in college, and he's like in a white beater like this with shades on, and I made a little speech bubble that says Josh is awesome, and so if you go to his website, that's what comes up. Oh my god, that's ridiculous. <laughs> But I just want to say, to go back to the Pornhub topic, I did not do it to get uh, tailored results. I did it so I could save certain things so I could go back to them. So later. go back to them. Yes. See, I and and this this probably comes from me growing up in the uh, the the early the nascent days of internet porn was when I was like you know I was a teenager really, and I got really good at memorizing like exact phrases if i was like i want to go back and find this one thing that i wanked to two years ago yes because some dude, of them are amazing i can pull that out of a hat i can be like i know exactly who it was i know what the thumbnail looked like really how do you do that can you imagine if i applied that level of brain power <laughs> to bagpiping or anything else really like uh, i can't tell you the names of half the tunes we play but i can tell true. you but i can tell you who got a facial in some video i watched a year and a half ago <laughs> That that just shows you the way the brain works, right? The the human brain is just such a such a tricky thing. <laughs> so hard to so hard to describe. Are you are you a redditor? Are you on Reddit at all? Not uh, not really. Also, a if little you bit, are, if you are on Reddit and you go to r slash channerant, we have the official channerant subreddit. Is we up. do? Yeah, there's nothing in it, but it's up. I grabbed it when we made everything else just Good. to make sure yeah. that it was secured. One of my buddy, well, a person I know, I'm not going to call him out, who is a redditor is always sharing like dirty shit with me mm-hmm. via Reddit because I don't know why he just doesn't go to well, a porn Reddit, site. Reddit is like the dark web. Oh it, well, it's like it's not the dark it's right web. right on the edge of the it's dark like web. The, it's like the gray web. It's looking over the chasm yeah, it's, of the it's, dark it's, web. You can, see the, you can see the dark web <laughs> You can there. see it from there. <laughs> so he always sends like, he'll send me stuff via Facebook or whatever, but it's always some picture from Reddit or some dirty picture from Reddit. By the way, shout out. What's your Who's your favorite porn star right now? I'm just curious. My favorite one's porn star right now. Um, Hottest, say, what's her What's her name? Uh, Janice Griffith, I think is her Janice name. Janice Griffith. Yeah, yeah. I know who you're talking about. Yeah, she's pretty hot. Yeah, you mentioned her once before. Yeah. Have you ever seen this girl named My Cherry Crush? Yes. <sighs> is that the cosplay girl? Yes. Yeah. she's phenomenal. There you go, man. Are we gonna get Are we gonna get a link? That, we better get some fucking. Payback. Are we gonna get a kickback <laughs> from that as well? If you go to channerant.com slash Pornhub, <laughs> it'll take you to the like. We get do we get a kickback on money for that or? Listen, people, go to my cherry crush Instagram or any of her porn shit. Fucking blow your guy. It is episode sixty nine after all. Arguably, I, mean, the, I don't know. Arguably the greatest. <laughs> well, people thought people thought we were going to talk about bagpipes. <laughs> no, fuck that. We're, it's very loose. It's sex and bagpipes. That's what we're yeah. about. Right? Drinking, <laughs> apparently. Yeah. All right, um, okay. So let's move on. Yeah. So number two, this one's for you. This was another user submitted. This one's called "This One Time at Band Camp." I was at beep bagpipe camp, and one of the young pipers, let's call him Phil, was turning eighteen. Luckily, a girl he'd been flirting with all week wanted to help him make it extra special. 
The two wanted... I'm sorry. The two waited until lights out and absconded into the woods. Somehow the instructors caught wind of it, and the enforcer instructor was waiting at his door around 2 a.m. when he tries to sneak back in, letting him know that the head instructor was waiting to talk to him. Uh Uh-oh. Shitting his pants, Phil heads to the head instructor's office and knocks on the door. After a long pause, his head instructor sternly says, Come in. Come in. As Phil enters uh, awaiting his doom, he sees the instructor sitting on his bed, visibly pissed at being woken up in the middle of the night to deal with Phil's quest for puss. (laughs) Still sweating bullets. (laughs) The puss quest. (laughs) It's the the quest of all young men. (laughs) Phil watches as the instructor reaches into his drawer and pulls out a cigarette and lighter. The instructor lights the cigarette and takes a long drag before saying, you're an asshole. Go to bed. (laughs) Fair. (laughs) Dude, that's easy. Feeling fortunate to have survived, Phil ran down the hall screaming with joy before running back into the the enforcer instructor who asked what happened. Phil, with a big smile on his face, simply said, he called me an asshole. So Phil got laid in this story, and the enforcer instructor that went through all the trouble to try to get Phil in trouble got nothing. Got nothing. Like, this is the best these guys can do? Yeah. Trying to, I don't know if this is a teenager. Does, is it clear? Uh, 18th birthday. Oh, okay. You so think yes. the girl was 18? No, no. It was his 18th birthday. What do you think she was 18? I don't know. Mm, I'd like to know more about this. You'd like to know more about the girl because you have a one-track mind. <laughs> I'm not going to get into that story. <laughs> <laughs> We're not telling that story. <laughs> well, no, no. But I do want to go into I do want to go into band camp. Um, oh, my God. Because. I've got so many band camp stories. The funny thing for me is like. I love the fact that because we have two band camp stories uh, in in this Dirtbag Olympics that were submitted, mm-hmm. and they're both one of the recurring themes is like these instructors that are like trying to stop these shenanigans from happening. Every experience I've had with a pipe camp, a pipe band camp, has been the instructors were the worst, horniest fucking horn dog people of anybody there. Like, don't be wrong, students are all trying to get lucky and whatever, but the these were the guys that were just like running train. The entire fucking time. Yes. So I'm blown away that there was an instructor that was trying to cock block poor Phil. Well, I mean, some people just don't. Some people just want to watch the world burn. <laughs> <laughs> some people like the Chain Ramp podcast. <laughs> they don't want anybody else. If I'm not getting it, nobody's getting it. Nobody's getting it. Yeah. <laughs> so so they were essentially they were essentially being like the Becky of the group that just like now we're all leaving together. Yes. <laughs> Nobody is having fun. <laughs> no one's having fun. No one's breaking off to get laid, all right? <laughs> um, but good on you, Phil. Uh, fake name, but um, good on you for getting yours. Yeah, do it. At band camp. Crush, crush the push. Has now, Fusco, you were you instructed at a pipe band camp. I did once. Um, were you the enforcer? I was not. I was... Who, I'm always curious. Who picks the person that's like going to try to mine the, mine the herd? At the schools I've been to, like the administrator was like they they just didn't care. They had people in charge of the kids, and the kids were so young it wasn't even yeah. a question. But like anybody anybody over eighteen, they're adults. Like let them let them it, do, yeah, their do, thing. What you, do what you're gonna do. There's no do what, do, what, no do what you're gonna do. Just wash your hands and wear a condom. Yeah, as long as it's legal and there's not like sexual harassment or rape <laughs> happening, like whatever happens. What happens between two consenting adults? Correct. Which I've seen a lot. Well, actually, no, I've seen. <laughs> literally seen it happen yeah (laughs) like uh okay i'm gonna leave now i'm taking the beer i'm gonna take the beer and get out of here you guys do what you gotta do if you need beer later i'll be in this room god those those (laughs) dormitory bedrooms though yes it's all about hell on your back oh my god terrible yeah but that's that's why you always aim for the countertop are you know (laughs) should we do i feel like we should do 
an entire I, we have an opportunity here to use our powers for good and our audience and oh our and our reach for is that, good. Is that possible? I think we need to make a series of advertisements promoting safe sex practice. Okay. I'm starring Dilly the Dildo. <laughs> Hashtag Dilly says. Dilly's okay. I'm liking the idea of this. This is interesting. Well, everybody, Dilly says wear a rubber. And you just like have the little dildo with the googly eyes on him and you know, like he's the mascot of all of our uh sex ed education. Dilly does sex ed. That's actually a good this idea. This is something we can do to give back to the community. Do mm-hmm. it for the kids. For all those kids going to pipe. If you're going you to imagine? pipe camp, this is Dilly. He's I'm listen, Dilly. kids, you're going to pipe camp. Wrap it up. Wrap it. <laughs> Saran wrap doesn't have spermicidal lubricant. It doesn't work. I've tried it. Saran. <laughs> Listen, I'm going to hear a fucking voice. Oh, funny story. Pulling out is for quitters. <laughs> wrap it up and stay in the game. Stay in the game, son. Listen, why is Dilly suddenly becoming like sounding like Voldemort? Because that because that voice hurts me less. <laughs> hurts my throat less than like, hey, everybody, it's <laughs> Dilly the Dildo. Right, that's way funnier, though. Yeah, they do that one. <laughs> Dilly the Dildo says. Oh my goodness, everyone, it's Dilly the Dildo here to tell you that STDs can be given through your butt. <laughs> but if you don't want to get pregnant. Wait, no, now I'm going back yeah, to You're, not, you're not quite getting that. You got to get the Dilly, silly cartoon thing. Here Dilly says, if you won't want to get pregnant, stick it in your butt. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. If you're worried about STDs, just avoid penetration and hump the crack of her ass. What what is the thing that the Utah people do? You um, know, I think everyone should. Uh, uh, I think I think people should stewing. Was that what was the thing Southern Utah people Mormons do stewing? No, no, no marinating. Marinating was that was Eric. Eric yeah, taught yeah, taught yeah. us about that. Yeah, because yeah. God is a T Rex. If you don't move, you can't see. <laughs> oh my God! What a great episode. That was a good one. Uh, one, one for the one for the records. Um, okay, cool. So uh, yeah, we'll have the new Sex Ed series featuring Dilly the Dildo. Yeah. It'll be great. Um, all right, so this next one um, is another Bandcamp story. I've titled it Brace Yourself. Oh, boy. It's a story as old as time. Young pipers trying to stick P's and V's at Bandcamp. <laughs> <laughs> the pipers in this case, we'll call them Romeo and Juliet, had been flirting all week at camp, and the night of the Kaylee, they decided to sneak off together in the post-party confusion. After some time, one of the instructors, quite intoxicated, checks in on the teenage boys. It takes him a moment to realize at first due to the whiskey, but he's one boy short of a full dorm. (laughs) He immediately starts yelling, where's Romeo? We all look at each other, staying ride or die to protect Romeo's attempts to get lucky. (laughs) The instructor soon, good bros, by the way. Yeah, absolutely. The instructor soon catches on, though, and recalls the two had been flirting all week. Fuck, where's Juliet? The instructor bellows. Dunno, hopefully in bed, we reply. Double entendre there. I didn't even realize that, but they had one. The instructor staggers off into the dark with a searchlight and a few people follow. Meanwhile, down the hill, the couple hear the cockblock parade heading their way. <laughs> They're mid-blow job and she panics. <laughs> I suppose now would be the appropriate time to mention that Juliet has braces. She jerks up in shock, and her dental death trap catches on the soft skin of Romeo's one-eyed wonder weasel, causing him to cry out in pain, (laughs) thus giving away their position to the anti-boner brigade. Romeo is ushered to sickbay to get medical attention for his manhood, and yet another band camp romance ends in tragedy. Oh my god. So, (laughs) we know know who submitted this story, and the more I think about it, I wonder if this is a first-person account. (laughs) Do you think so? I need to ask. I need to find out from this person. Because this is a lot of detail. Like, how would he have known all this? 
How how would he have known what happened at the location? The braces, the going to medical. Te- I want to know if this is how true this is. That could be. Like, could did be, he actually get sent to the fucking? Get, the, gets into the nurse's where, office yeah, with yeah. A, with rip dick. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! I need to know what what got you sent to med bay. I got <laughs> I got rip dick, boss. <laughs> oh my god! This. <laughs> Oh my god! There's so many. I have so many questions now. On this also, one. also speaking of pornography, that's like a whole other genre of porn. I didn't realize braces like porn? braces porn, Absolutely. which that's too terrifying to me. Don't be wrong. Like, I fully, I fully respect people. You don't think they're checking IDs? I no, I no. It's not that. Like uh, just the idea of sticking your dick that close to something that is that cinched together with rubber bands. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, like don't be wrong. I have no problem with people that wear braces. I never understood why people were super embarrassed by braces either. Like I had friends that had braces. Like it, you're fixing your teeth. Once they come off, I never had braces you're when I was a be kid. Amazing. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I had, bra- I didn't have braces when I was a kid. My teeth were all fucked up now. And like I yeah. could have them at now as a 30 year old, but it would be ridiculous. Yeah. But people still do it. It's oh man. Common. I have a friend of mine. He got him when he was 50. He got braces yeah. and wore them for like three years. And his teeth look amazing now. Yeah. Maybe it's so I it. consider that to be an act of self improvement. That's that's <laughs> like making fun of somebody for going to the gym. Like, <laughs> I remember my sister had headgear. Do you remember what headgear is? Oh fuck, really? Like the whole headgear? fucking thing? The whole thing. She had to sleep with this thing at night, and she would never wear it. She hated it. But that's the stereotype of the headgear. It, it was exactly. It had this fucking thing that went around <laughs> your head. It was awful. <laughs> it was like well, nowadays, sister. don't they make the ones that's like the totally Invisalign thing yeah, now? Totally you know, different. you just like put the plastic thing over your teeth. I don't think headgear is a thing anymore. Yeah. I don't that's like so. the remember like the back the old school back braces people in your generation would Wait, have? my generation. Yeah. <laughs> you mean if they had scoliosis? Yeah, your generation's different than mine. You got to keep that in mind. <laughs> it's not that different. <laughs> I wasn't born in the fifties for fuck's sake. <laughs> Was it before or after uh, McCarthyism? Let's see. It would have been after af- after for you. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> you son of a bitch. <laughs> you old fuck. <laughs> All right. So we got another one. Is this one me? Uh, yeah, but I almost wonder if we should save this one for last because it's so fucking good. Oh, this is a good one. Yeah, I would okay. say skip to five. Skip to five. Oh, this this is actually me. <laughs> oh, well, now I see what you're doing to me. Okay. Hey, so uh, yeah, yeah, that's in, in case the audience. We, so we're not gonna we're not gonna anonymize the these ones, I guess, because they're no, 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 was, they're just us. I was gonna change the names. Well, we know it's about us, but I'm going to change the other names. Okay. So, <laughs> I... Uh, that might make me tell... That might end up with me telling the last one, then, if we go back and forth. That's okay. Either way, whatever happens, doesn't matter. So, in case the audience was wondering if all the stories we've told so far, that we've run out of stuff, we have not. Not even close. Not even close. <laughs> so, this happened at Burns Night last year, as a matter of fact. Uh, uh, last January. Yes. So, no, so not, not last January. The year before last, I thought. It was 2018. Yes. Yeah, 2018. So Josh and I were hired to play the local Burns Night. And as well as uh, that was the year that that was the last year that Aaron Shaw from Wicked Thinkers and uh, what's his name? And CJ. CJ. Yeah. Aaron Aaron and CJ came down and played too. They they did a two man set. It was really fun. Yeah. And and we played our two man bit and whatever. Our tired old show. (laughs) It's not as tired and old as theirs. (laughs) Well, that's true. (laughs) That's a good point. So um, one of our friends, this name I'll say because she didn't do anything bad, but Babs. Oh, everybody knows Babs. Babs. Yeah, Haterade Babs. Yeah, Haterade Babs brought a a woman to the show because she wanted me to, or not to show, to the event because she wanted me to meet her. She thought she'd be perfect for me, right? Uh, No one's perfect for Fugo. (laughs) No. So she brought this woman to meet me. Right. And of course I did what I do. I get fucking hammered out of my mind and act like a fucking asshole. So, and I didn't really realize it. I didn't realize that she brought her. She didn't tell me this till after. 
She just wanted it to sort of happen organically kind of a thing. Oh, so, that was at the old venue. Okay, I'm remembering venue. more of this. Yes. Yeah, I had I had one of my people get really shit-faced drunk with you, too. Yes. I'm, and he had to be carried home. Yes, that's part of the story. So <laughs> I, left, I left you two alone for one minute. And yes, and exactly. all hell broke loose. Well, do we want to say his name or not? We don't want to say his name. Okay, so there's he's he's one of he's a local. He's, legend he's one like of the volunteers. Yeah, he's one yeah. of the volunteers for the games. <laughs> and him and I, whenever we end up in the same room together, just drink whiskey until we're Dude. like passed out. Well, and you guys both skip dinner too. Yes. So I I was sitting down eating dinner, and then I get up, and you guys are hammered. I'm like, oh, what the all fuck of a happened? Sudden, all of a sudden, because we just pounding whiskeys, and then like you're like place. dancing around, you're dropping your whiskey <laughs> on the floor. Dude, like, you remember that? We have yeah. a video of that. Yeah. You remember the video? Of like that? it was it was like you guys, you two were both fucking three sheets of the wind wasted yes, yes absolutely and like, we still had one more set <laughs> we poured him into the car remember yeah so Dude, he had get, he got carried up to the doorway by another one of our volunteers <laughs> like literally had to carry him into his house and he's a big guy yes and so his wife was just like god damn it <laughs> <laughs> well she's used to it by now right so uh <laughs> so the burns night dinner part ends Right, and we're we're all planning to have an after party at Frankie's Tiki Lounge, which yeah. is where we always go. Right? Yeah, great place to go after burns. Uh, the Wicked Tinkers guys love it there, so we just figured we'd do that. So Babs was going to go, and all these people, whatever. So, and I'm completely hammered. So Babs drives my car. From what I remember, it was either MLK or Babs drives my car over there. And I think I, MLK I, I, drove you over there. It could be, and I'm pretty sure I threw up out the window of my car. So that's the <laughs> that's the rumor I hear. I I, I'm about 100 percent sure MLK drove you. <laughs> it was probably true. So we get there, right? And I don't even think I, I don't even know how to drink. I remember almost none of this. So the next thing that happens is Babs brought this woman to Frankie's to like hang out with me. And I, again, she didn't warn me of this, so I didn't know any of this. So the next thing I know, I'm like making out with this other woman from the event. I won't say her name either. Just, just takes advantage. Full on takes advantage, right? This is at Frankie's. Well, it started at the bird's night just a little bit, but then it, Frankie's like, we're just making out in front of everybody. Like, right. Next thing I know, the next part that I remember, and you're gonna have to fill in some of the blanks here. Yeah, this, this is this is about is, where, this is about to be where I enter into the story. Because apparently we either Uber to my place, I guess, and I get to my door because I have an apartment building, and I have no keys, <laughs> no fucking idea. Like I have, no, I'm like I can't get them. Like what the fuck? What? So we call you. Yes. So so my my. <laughs> events of the evening were doing burns i i had some drink but i wasn't too bad um i, I kind of kept a level head as soon as i saw you were going off the deep end i'm like okay one of <laughs> somebody's, somebody's got to have a hand on the wheel here <laughs> which is usually how it goes with us like yeah. usually if one of us goes completely blitzkrieg the other guys the other guy is gonna be like okay i'll reel this in <laughs> some of the people on the show have recognized that on certain episodes and some of the people have recognized the episodes where we both accidentally blitzkrieged at the same time yeah, yeah, it happens. and uh, the show goes to complete shit <laughs> So I go to, I go to, I uh, leave Burns. I come home. I get an Uber. I've done this for a couple events. I do this for the after party for Celtic Thanksgiving as well, where I, I go home, drop off my pipes and then I Uber back to like wherever the after party is going to be. So I Uber to Frankie's and I'm having drinks with uh, MLK, which is like me and MLK at Frankie's is a dire proposition because we, she will just fucking buy you drinks until you die. Oh, Kelly. Oh my God. Yeah. So, so me and Kelly are shooting the shit, um, talking, just talking shop, like music stuff and concert stuff and, you know, hanging out. And I'm like four fucking zombies deep all of a sudden, (laughs) which if you've ever been to Frankie's, a zombie is like six drinks. You should be dead with four in. My record is five. And I had to be almost carried out, which for me, you know how much I can drink. That's a lot. That's a lot. Um, So anyway, and I see kind of all this stuff happen in the background, but I lose track of you. 
pretty early on. And you know, like when I when I go to leave, I'm like, okay, like I've had too much. I got to go home. I get my Uber home. Um, and buy it usually. It's your that's well, and, and so I Ubered home pretty legit. Uh, I didn't say bye to everybody, but I was like, hey, like guys, I'm gonna take off. Like whatever, have a good one. You were gone at this point. All right, yeah. And so I figure you ghosted with some chick. I didn't see who you'd left with or what happened or whatever. And so I'm home. I'm like changing on my clothes, you know, whatever. Like I'm like winding down. I'm like, all right, I'm just going to like watch some TV, go to sleep. And then I get this fucking phone call from Fuko. And I answer the call and it's a woman's voice. And they're like, Josh, is this Josh? And I'm like, yes. Who is this? She's like, do you have Andy's keys? And I'm like, no, I don't have Andy's keys. And they're like, are you sure? I'm like, yes, I'm 100% sure that I don't have Andy's keys. Like, well, who drove him home? I was like, I don't fucking know. Like, I have no idea who drove you. I didn't even know that MLK had driven you from the venue to the thing. I lost you partway through that. I was dealing with the other guy right. that was getting loaded into a vehicle to get taken home. <laughs> right. I'm like, I have no idea. And so, I'm like, okay, okay, here's here's Andy. And so she gives you the phone. And you're like, ah, so drunk. And I can I can like hear you thumping against your own door and walls, like and just like just just fucking like the like the building was a ship on a on a bad tide, and you're slowly going side to side. Yep. And you're like, uh, I have my fucking keys. Do you have my keys? I was like, No, I already told her I don't have your keys. I don't know where your keys are. I haven't seen you or your keys for an hour. I was like, I fucking, Fuck, man. Fuck, I'm not gonna be able to fuck this chick if I can't find my keys. <laughs> And I'm like, oh, I'm glad, I'm glad you have your, I'm glad you have your priorities straight. <laughs> and then, like, I'm sitting there, and it's, it's, you know, you know how it is when you're talking to two people that are really fucking drunk. When you're talking to one person that's really fucking drunk, it's like you're just screaming into a void. Nothing, you're talking, but nothing's being absorbed. <laughs> right. Yeah. And so I'm trying to like talk you two idiots through this. <laughs> and then like, like I get put on speakerphone at some point, so you can both, um, you can both hear me t- say that I don't know where your fucking keys right. are, and I don't care. I'm trying to go to bed. Right. And then halfway through. Oh, never mind. I found them. They're in my pocket. <laughs> like, I'm like, no, 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 no. That's that can't be what happened because we had to drive back. MLK had my keys because she drove us there. Oh, I thought you guys got in while I was on the phone. I don't think it was while we got on the phone because we must have called MLK at some point, and she had your keys. See, that's the we danger. Went, we Ubered back. That is the got danger. Keys and Ubered back again. That is the danger of getting a ride from someone because you're too drunk. And then Irish could buying that person. Yes, that was a bad idea. Is because they still have <laughs> they still your have keys. keys. Yes. <laughs> so if this you don't, is, if you don't tell anybody you're leaving, they're not going to give you your keys back. Absolutely. So we, I have vague. I was told this after the fact. We Ubered back by the girl that I was with at the time. I didn't hear this we part Ubered of the story. Back to Frankie's, got the keys, Ubered back, and then love making ensued. <laughs> is it <Apparently>. love? <laughs> well, I mean, I'm trying to be. I'm trying to be romantic here. I'm trying to be a gentleman. So that was a fun one. Yeah, that was a good one. So, uh, and it was piping related, I guess. I don't know. These yes, things happen. Yeah, you were really so playing pipe gig. In long, uh, just to bring up the back end of the story, is the woman that Babs brought for me to meet saw all of this happen, <laughs> right? And you had no idea that that person was there. I had me. no idea until like the next day, she, and Babs told me like, well, I brought her to meet you, you fucking dipshit. And she was a very attractive woman, super sweet, very, yeah. very nice. I'm like, well, why didn't you tell me this a fucking ahead of time? So I had my game on. You gotta give me a head. Like I'm just out there whoring. Like I didn't know. Right. So you were, you were just slanging dang left and, then, and right. Man. <laughs> a few weeks later, I ended up. We ended up. We talked a little bit and I ended up dating her for a couple months and then I ended up working out. But that's neither here nor there. I was shocked she even gave me a chance after she knew everything that happened. She everything knew everything. That happened. Yeah. <laughs> 
I wasn't going to lie to her. She asked me, like, so what really happened? There's no point. There's I no point in, in lying, man. Yeah. Brutal, so brutal honesty is our motto here <laughs> at the Chain Rant Podcast. All right. So this next one, do I want to, do I start this or do you start this? Because some of the context around this one is fuzzy to me. Okay. So number seven, you said? This is number seven. Okay. So. Okay, so we used. This is one of ours. Hmm. This would have been. This would have been like kicking dick rock band days, right? Rock band days, late late two thousand, so twenty two thousand nine, two thousand eight, two thousand ten, something like that. Actually, you had to be. It must have been oh nine. Must have been while you were in college, right? You were home for the summer or something. That was my. That was my like summer of love. Right. right. So I had this. I owned this house in Vegas. Like my first. My first summer back as a freshman of college, where I just like drastically upped my numbers. Yes, absolutely. So we used to have parties at my house all the time. When you'd come home for the summer, we just it was the summer of debauchery. Yeah, yeah we'd just rock out. We we would essentially we would, do like a show. We'd play mm-hmm. play music and then invite people. We'd have booze and people over and play music and then we'd just go wow. Yeah. But sometimes we'd actually do specifically uh, guitar hero parties. Those so, were super fun, by the way. I kind of want to reintroduce that, was, that into the ecosystem. This is the I don't height. know if there is a guitar hero for Xbox One. It doesn't one. exist anymore, really. But I mean, it does, but not really. So, so like, can I get backwards compatible? <laughs> you can, yeah. Rock band. But this was the height of Guitar Hero popularity and rock band and all that oh, yeah, stuff, man. right? So we had some people over, and it was it was like one of those parties that went wrong where you invited a couple girls, and we maybe invited some guys, and like nobody came except your two girls came that you invited. The two girls I invited, and came. maybe one of our douchebag friends, because there's a reason I bring that up because it because I'm pretty sure I'm pretty sure <laughs> I don't remember who it was. I'm pretty sure that I'm pretty sure that the the whole impetus of this story going awry is because the cock to knock ratio was off, way off. Yes, but that's the start of this. So we were playing rock band. Remember, both of them. We had were, the rock band drinking game, the which one, was the best drinking game. The one girl was pretty musical. I forget if the other one was. Uh, we uh, were all fairly musical people. Yeah, yeah. That, so we were actually pretty good at this yeah. game. So we have this part. We have this game where essentially it was you had four parts: guitar, bass, drums, and singing. And basically, whoever came in last had to do a shot of like one fifty one was the rule. Yeah. Whoever won didn't you have do to drink shot. anything, and the two middle people had to do like, like a drink a beer, or half something. a beer, or something yeah. like that, whatever it was. And that was the game. So we'd just do a song. Whoever got to pick it, you got to pick your level. And it was based on score. score. And so, like, if you were, you could always play easy and probably land in the middle. But, like, the more difficulty you added in, the higher you your score was. Stuff, yeah. So someone who is playing at a higher difficulty could beat you, even if you even both if did 100%, if right. you were doing an easier difficulty. Correct. So it was a very, it was one of the most fair drinking games, it I really think, was. that was, very it was ever invented. Yeah. Because <laughs> it's risker, it's risker reward, right? Like yes. maybe I'll play this one on expert, and I can either oh, I made completely that and I can either completely fail or I can crush everyone. Remember that time I made that mistake, and I was like multiple times in a row, and I would play Metallica one on expert on drums. I'm like, and I can, do, and I was hammered was out of my mind. Impossible, yeah, impossible to get it right because it's and they would have the whole double bass thing, and everything. it was insane. It didn't yeah, it was impossible to get it right. But <laughs> so uh, anyway, so do you want to take over at this point? Um, yeah. So so anyway, it's like like Fusco said, it's one of those parties that um, goes wrong. But kind of went right, you know, because like I saw, I still had a great time. Right for you, I was I was thoroughly enjoying myself. So um, this girl that I'd been seeing a little for a couple couple times, I would say, uh, came like a girlfriend, over. Girlfriend, but yeah, like I we hung out a couple times, and she brought uh, she brought one of her friends mm-hmm. for me, and, supposedly. Yeah, well, because she, she had already met you, and she's like, oh, like friend, your friend Andy's so That's nice, cool. and like, well, you should really get to know him. Uh, you wouldn't think that anymore. <laughs> no, but, uh, so, so she had a friend of hers. It was also kind of like in a, her, she had a friend of hers that was in a bit of a dry spell. Oh, okay. And so she's like, I'm gonna bring my friend. And I think we'll all have a really good time. I was like, all right, cool. Like, no worries. Um, so we do the rock band drinking game, uh, intense amounts of drinking ensues. Oh yeah. Uh, 
it worked out for me. I ended up I ended up with chick number one on your roof. So my house at the time had this roof deck and a like, roof pad, had a fourth yeah, floor. Had a, da- a patio on the top. Yeah. So I'm I'm sitting there, and I guess the dirt baggiest part of the story would be like me going at this chick from behind while she's like leaning over your patio in Correct. full view of all of your neighbors who also oh, yeah. have three story homes. Everybody has these. Yeah. And it's not like we were quiet about it at all. Like no. we were just drunk banging on your roof. <laughs> Yeah, you weren't the only person ever banged on the roof. <laughs> I guarantee at that house, I guarantee I was just I had just joined a club of many. Was this the story where you threw the Jack Daniels bottle over to the next roof? Yes. Okay. <laughs> that so was I was one. pounding. I was pounding a Jack Daniels bottle at the time while he was inside this group. While I was going at it from behind, <laughs> and then I finished it and I fucking threw it across the street to your neighbor's roof and landed it. <laughs> oh my god! That was I don't so know funny. if it broke or not. I couldn't hear it. I don't, I don't, I don't remember. Dude, your neighbors must have fucking hated us Dude, while you lived in that place. We always had parties with the live band would play. <laughs> we had parties every weekend, live music, <laughs> drunk fucking chick, chicks fighting in the fucking street. Like, oh my God, we had that. Yeah. We had people getting punched in the face, i.e. me. Yep. Um, <laughs> we had, remember that once? Okay. So, well, before I get into Didn't that. somebody shoot a gun off the roof there? It's, supposedly this is what, i don't remember, remember my buddy matt yeah he told us a story because they came to one of our new year's eve parties and they were up on the roof right right at midnight and like i also know like ricardo and that crew and they're a bunch of fucking ex-gangsters right so like they're up on the roof and somebody said i don't know if they somebody actually said did they it, popped off they're like you know what this party needs we need to pop off fucking gun i don't know how they said it but shooting guns because it's midnight and they're like all right, we're out of here. Yeah. So they come downstairs and tell me like, hey, somebody just said something about shooting guns. We're out. <laughs> like, are you fucking kidding me right now? You can have me shooting on the roof. So oh, I'm like, in uh, city limits for fuck's like, sake. Like, what are you talking about? So a couple things about this whole story is one, the girl that was there for me, I forget if it was us who said it. I don't one, think it or was. Or our douchebag friend. I don't think it was a douchebag friend. So she has, she's incredibly Italian attractive, very attractive girl, but had crazy curly hair, like that yeah. very Italian curly hair, right? So somebody at some point, whoever was there, called her Sideshow Bob. I'm pretty sure I know who it was. You probably do. I just can't remember exactly. But yeah, Sideshow Bob from The Simpsons. And said it right to her, and she was pissed. She and it was fucking ruined my entire she game. She was furious. Yeah, furious. And just like meanwhile, shut down completely. Meanwhile, I'm up on the roof inside of her friend. Correct. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm trying to run a game with this girl, and this guy just fucking ruins everything because she's just pissed at this point because, uh, of course. Yeah, yeah. Because, because anyone would be. obvious reasons, yeah. So anyway, um, that was a score one for Josh and score zero for Fuko and Sideshow Bob. Yeah. So, but there was another part of that story where we were, what we were just talking about. Um, hmm. Oh, remember that time we had the party? You were there, and my neighbor from across the way came, and him and Christian got into it. Remember oh, the fight on the couch? Because yeah. I don't remember why it happened, but somebody had somebody by the neck. Christian had him by the yeah. neck. Because I don't remember what happened. There's drunk idiots. Just drunk idiots, and like I wasn't. Okay, so I was in bed with a girl at the time, <laughs> and I heard this commotion going on upstairs. And Busco and is strangling your neighbor. Yeah, strangling my neighbor, and I hear this giant commotion upstairs, and I fucking, I'm like, what the fuck? I run upstairs. I'm like, Dick I see them out. on the couch, like Christian on top of him, just fucking full on. Just choking the guy out. <laughs> Two hands struggling this guy. So I jump on top of him. What are you guys doing? What the fuck's going on? And it was just stupid, because the guy said, I think... The guy insulted Christian's, maybe his girlfriend or something. Okay. I don't even remember what it was. Something stupid. And Christian just lost his mind yeah. and just went after him. Like, God damn it. I'm trying to fuck that. <laughs> you idiots. Where the fuck was I during this? You, I don't know. You're probably on the roof banging some whore. I don't know. <laughs> 
<laughs> hey, at least that was consistent. Yeah, all right. I have no idea, but that was just another one of those times. Those things. Oh, those things happen. That's great. <laughs> okay, so um, this next one is the stank room, and we're we're getting close to our timeline, so we're gonna, yeah, we're gonna yeah. have to move through a couple of these. But it's the Dirtbag Olympics; it can run a little long. Yeah, you know what happens. You'll you'll edit it out. What stays happens in Vegas stays. Well, I take like a ten minute break in the middle anyway, so that's that'll be fine. fine. So you want to start this one? This was also a McFadden story. This was us playing. Well, you got to keep in mind, I come into this story at the same time as the uh, second woman, okay. I, I'm pretty sure. Yeah, I think you came in with her. I think her and I came in together. So let me start then. Should I start? Yeah. Okay. <sighs> Jesus. <laughs> this was start? in the McFadden days, McFadden's which anyone that listens to the show remembers. We talked about it. We used to play in a rock band there. We'd play pipes there a lot. Um and they always took care of us, guys. Drunk, drunk, gave us time. rooms, gave us rooms when we would so we could stay overnight. So we had a room for whatever it was, some pipe band event. It could have been halfway to St. Patrick's Day, it could have been St. Patrick's Day. I'm pretty sure it was a halfway to St. Patrick's Day, I think, because it wasn't that busy. But, yeah, so this girl that worked there was interested in me, and her and I had been flirting on and off for over the years that we had played there, but it, nothing ever happened. But finally, this like this time, she was like. It was obvious. She, was, yeah. she said it was, something. It was on. Like, I had a room. Like, I'm going to come up. I don't know what she said, but it was pretty obvious to me for whatever reason. But we also had our friends there. And this girl that I used to date was also there. The one that, the, with the punch me in the face story. About, yeah. It's a whole fucking yeah. thing. Anyway. You don't want to connect. You don't want to connect too many of You don't want to connect these yeah. dots. So if you connect too many of the dots, you'll know who the person is. Yeah. yeah we don't want to do that. So, <laughs> so this, this, woman that worked for McFadden said, like, want to meet me upstairs. So I ended up disappearing with this, my ex at the time. So we go upstairs and we're having sex in the hotel. And across the way, we had two beds and a couch. And across the way in the couch was also the same kid Christian that I was just talking about, Isa, was banging his girlfriend at the same time. So I'm, I'm hooking up with this one girl. He's hooking up with this other girl in the room. And it smells like a fucking... <laughs> <laughs> it's pretty rough in there, right? It smells like sex. <laughs> So the next thing that happens is well, we hear it smells this, like the stall door on a we hear, boat. <laughs> we hear the door open <laughs> and Josh and this girl comes in with a few other people because because she had found probably, me probably remember the girl that used to play in a band that we that was super cool. Uh, yes. Her name, Black hair. Yeah. She was probably with. You. So so these people came to me and they're like, where is everybody? And I'm like, oh, we have a room. Everyone's probably partying upstairs. Let's go and up to like, the room. Like, like, yeah, let's go up to the room and party. Deuce and bags. I knew, and I knew that <laughs> you and Isa were both in there. And I'm like, well, if they're both in there, there's no way that like Nothing's they're fucking, happening. they would have, they would have staggered that like right. gentlemen. Right. Nope. No, 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 nope. no, no, no. Wrong. <laughs> we're not gentlemen. Yeah, mistaken. <laughs> so I walk in with this crew of like three people that were coming up to go party in the room Everybody just is fucking. <laughs> no, we're full on balls deep. Like, and everyone just goes, "Oh shit!" And like, she like jumps like off. Covers, yes. covers are going on. Like, all this, and I'm just sitting there, like, "Oh, you guys never heard of a fucking sock on the door?" <laughs> this is pre sock on the door time. Bro. There was nothing as pre sock on the door. The sock on the door is a is as old as time itself. Uh, I know this now. You put a fucking sock on the door. Yeah, so... Or you text, or you have some kind of a code. But it's just but one of those things. What was funny, I remember this very clearly. <laughs> and I wasn't that drunk, it's just it was a very long time time ago. But you guys come in the door, and like you come in the door, and there was like a wall, so you couldn't yeah. see the bed yet. Couldn't see anything until you walked through. Until you walked through the room a little bit. And I remember th- like I hearing like somebody said something like, what the fuck <laughs> is that smell? <laughs> and I'm like, oh God. That's probably me. <laughs> 
could have been you. I think who knows who it was, but I'm like, oh god! So everybody's like running for the fucking trying to cover themselves up, you know? And you st- <laughs> the goddamn goddamn kicking dick orgy. Oh my god, it was so fucking funny. Yeah. Oh shit. Okay, that's good. Okay, so we're gonna get to the last one, and this was user submitted, and it was so good that I just had to save it for the end. Yeah, absolutely. So this one I have named um, Poo Splosion. I can't wait to hear this one. All right. So uh, I'm going to have to have a drink for this because I've already read this one. It's pretty gnarly. Uh, This is hold on to your seats, people. (laughs) (laughs) This is the kind of stuff that's going to get us that daytime Emmy. (laughs) (laughs) This this is going to get us the potty, the podcast award. Dear God. This is when I was about 19 to 20. My buddies and I would take weekend trips to the mountains for some binge drinking and general debauchery. General debauchery. We would uh, we would sp- <laughs> we would split a hotel room for like ten of us because we were poor as hell and we'd be so drunk usually that we wouldn't even mind passing out on the floor. While we were bar hopping, this older lady, forty maybe, so younger than you, Fusco, strikes up conver- Jesus Christ strikes up conversation with us and is generally flirtatious with all of us. She's not the best looking woman, so we all kind of ignore her. She follows us to the next two bars as we keep drinking, and before the end of the night, I give in. This is I would like to make a comment at this point. Okay. You can always tell the ones that are submitted by dudes because one of the first things they say is how good does the woman look? I want to hear some of the fail stories from some of our women you know? listeners. Because yeah. I want to hear them judge the guys. You know, I, I want to hear them judge the guys but for sure. women would never, like, back, like he goes backwards. He's like, no. at first, she's not that good looking, but drink enough and you'll no. do it. Women never go that way, no. right? They, no. Yeah. Okay, so we head back to her hotel room and start going at it. Nothing unusual at first, and I'm actually fairly pleased with my decision. After a few minutes, she takes out anal beads and starts what? putting them in her ass. <laughs> in her own ass? In her ass. Oh, my God. I thought it was a little weird being 19 and comparatively inexperienced. <laughs> yeah, dude. <laughs> but she was really into it, and therefore, so was I. I was, getting pretty, pretty, fuck. I was getting pretty close to finishing, and I think she could tell. She took the beads and began trying to insert them into me. I tried to resist, but I really just yeah, wanted yeah. to finish, so in they went. <laughs> just just as I came, she oh. ripped the beads oh. out and I shit everywhere. <laughs> oh no. Oh, <laughs> after a night after a night of vigorous drinking, I didn't have exactly have one hundred percent control of my bowels. Oh. I ran to the bathroom and tried to clean myself off the best I could. I decided to head back to my hotel and just shower. I was so embarrassed that I just shit on this woman that I didn't even want to look at her. I opened the bathroom door and could immediately smell the horrid excrement. I I grabbed my clothes as fast as I could and bolted for the door. As the door was closing, I got a glimpse of the bed from the hallway lighting, and there I saw the most horrific thing I'd ever seen in my life. She was rolling around in it and fisting herself. (laughs) When I got back to my room, my buddies were all asleep. I hopped into the shower immediately and passed out pretty quickly. I woke up to my friends all laughing. In my hurry the night before, I got poo on my pants <laughs> and they asked if I shit my pants. I lied and said I did. I figured it was better than telling them the truth. To this day, they still make fun of me, believingly, believing I drunkenly shit my pants and didn't end up sleeping with the cougar from the bar. I Holy crap. <laughs> Jesus. I have an erection. 
Oh my oh, god. Oh, that is one of the more foul things I've ever read in my life. Thank Dude. you, by the way, everyone who submitted epi- uh, stories for Dirtbag Olympics. And with that being said, Fusco, we have to pick a winner of Dirtbag Olympics Part Four. What are we? What, what are we basing this on? Just most the most disgusting, the most disgusting dirtbag story, which yeah, I think obvious. we already know who won. Uh, let's play. Let's let's run the Olympics music again. Oh fuck my life! <laughs> you didn't just leave it up. I did not. I closed it as we're done with it. Let's see if I got lucky. Oh, it was the last thing I closed. So I I feel like the judges are in agreement. Hands down for me, son. Okay. Well, we were very proud to name the winner of the fourth ever. Dirtbag Olympics by the Chain Rant Podcast. Poo Splosion. Whoever that guy was, you're a legend, sir. You're a goddamn legend, and I'm sorry that that happened to you. I really appreciate the fact that you shit on a woman. He had us in the first half. (laughs) (laughs) He was winning right from the beginning. But but also, I would just say that uh, we're all winners here today. Because we've all learned the depths and depravity of pipe man folk. Yes, we are a sick, sick group of people. Obviously demonstrated by one of the sick, that all the people that are out there that contribute to this yep. nonsense. Um, and I would like to put a call to action out to all of the six, saying that go forth, do more dirtbag shit, and submit it to us for Dirtbag Olympics 5 at chanaran at gmail.com. Mostly go out and do it just so you can tell us about it. Like, yeah, just- yeah, do it for the story. That's what we do. Anytime you're going to do something that's Dirtbag Olympics worthy, hashtag do it for the story. That's what we do. Well, Fusco, um, we're closing out the fourth Dirtbag Olympics, episode 69 of the Channel Rain Podcast. Any final thoughts? Um, final thoughts are, we. Need, I'm sure there are so many more people out there that have amazing stories that they just aren't sharing. Definitely can't more women. just be you and me. That definitely more women's stories experience. because the first story was submitted by a woman and that would have been my winner if it wasn't for the poo explosion. Yeah, if the, if the guy didn't shit on her and she fisted herself inside like while rolling around it, like the other story would have won. The other story would have definitely won because I, I, the term uh, heading south to Vegemite Valley is one of the funniest <laughs> fucking things I've heard in my life. No, going from mouth to south. Mouth to south resuscitation. Yes, that was very good. Yeah, it almost sounds like some like somebody who has medical training that would say something. Maybe, like that. yeah. <laughs> anyway, uh, yeah, like I love the women's stories because the women's stories I feel like because because we don't have any like there's got to be like limp dick stories out there from women like yeah. all kinds of embarrassing you couldn't get it up type Absolutely. stuff. So, like, I hear, I, the rumor I hear from our women friends that we know is, like, women are so bad. Like, they're really dirty and whatever. And we just never know it because they never say it around oh, us. Oh, well, yeah. They must, they must see more so shit than we do. I want to know more about that. Imagine here, like, we have a lot of stories with us trying to get laid. Imagine how many stories we, we would have if everyone was trying to fuck us, which is what a normal woman's Can day is. Can you imagine, is. like, how many stories they have of them trying to get rid of men? Yeah. <laughs> This guy walked up to me and he had giant don- his like his penis was hard. Blah, they, they probably shit on them just to get him to go away and <laughs> see if it'll work. <laughs> it might be the case. I don't know. <laughs> uh, my final thoughts would be uh, thank you everyone who submitted stories for Dirtbag Olympics 4. Um, we're going to already start collecting for Dirtbag Olympics 5. You know, we're not sure when that's going to be. But go ahead and send them to us. Chainranchemail.com. Go forth and make more stories. Go forth that and fornicate, is, people. That is what we do here. And make sure you use Dilly's safe sex practices. <laughs> thank you all for listening to the uh, Chainerant Podcast, episode 69. Make sure to check out the store, Chainerant.com. Become a patron at uh, www.patreon.com slash Chainerant. Get your $1 premium dojo test drive at chainerant.com slash musicalcunnilingus. And Fusco, if it's okay with you, I say play us out. Yeah.